Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. I am here live in studio with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Um, we're going to cover everything for you. It's going to be, well, let's say a shorter one, but we don't have much. We're back-to-back weeks. Tim came here on a Saturday to visit me, so we're doing it live. It's weird. We haven't done one live in a very long time. But we're going to hop right into it with the... the. There's a lot of stuff going on with Disney quite a bit. Um, but uh, Disney stock has gone back up above $92. Um, it dropped the lowest it's been. Even when Iger was in the first time, it was lower than that um i think there's been a lot of stuff being said and uh i don't know if tim feels this way but with the stuff that josh tomorrow said do you think potentially they are seeing that everyone is not responding as they thought they would with him coming back i yeah i don't know it's difficult to say on that one um because they did say, he said, well, a lot of the stuff we're doing now was, was going to come into play whether Bob Iger came back or not. So I think that's kind of weird to say that, considering, you know what I mean? Right, No, and, and I agree that because a lot of the stuff that's coming out wouldn't be stuff that Bob Iger came like day one and said we need to do this, this, and this. And even if he did do that and for it to be put in play this soon, it's like, ooh, that's like... Uh, it's just too quick of a turnaround on it. So I'm sure there was already stuff being in the works already. Now, depending if it was the original version of it, once um, Iger came or said, hey, you know what, let's change it. And, um, you know, this is great, but let's kind of change this a little bit. Or if, if nothing was and all of this comes out too late to save Chapek and Iger looks great, even though it's kind of most of it was done by, you know, Chapek or, or would have been done under him. But I think even if it was, I think it, for him, it's a little too little too late. And, um, you know, Iger, his name and recognition and everything they, that he did is already there. Um, so everyone's gonna, gonna trust it and and run with it or, or at at the very least feel more comfortable with him at the helm and doing these changes. And even if something does kind of bomb or doesn't come out right that with him there, it'll get fixed, which kind of you're already seeing with the, the genie and genie plus program in some instances of it will get fixed timely, uh, on it and you know with Chapek he'd probably be like eh well here it is kind of deal with it or we don't have enough data to do it or it's brand new so yeah. keep keep you know keep keep it going and uh, trust me it'll be fine I feel like because so for those that don't know there's been some uh, rollbacks on uh, basically Disney World they're looking at I don't know if even Tim put this on there I just mentioned it real quick um, they're rolling back uh how how would you say they're rolling back the chapic era restrictions of reservations which didn't have anything to do with chapic it had all to do with um basically the covid19 stuff they were doing reservation stuff you know um i know connor would know that you could honestly get reservations same day a lot of times at, at disney world but what they're doing now is they're making a date where certain days during the week you don't have to have any reservations anymore 
right. to go in um, to the parks in yeah. the Disney World. Um, I think Disneyland and California Adventure are going to be our way for quite some time, just because I think that it's eliminating a lot of the issues they have with um, capacity and whatnot. So I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. But, um, you know, with the, the price going up, I do think it is a big deal just because of, for the stocks, because it's been in flux. They're, you know, everyone panics. They're like, because everyone's like, oh, look, the price of stocks shot up when they announced Iger. And I'm like, well, yeah, but people don't realize a lot of people aren't selling because their stock had already made some money back. So the people who are worried about the current state of Disney decide to offload, which drops it back down. So, um, and it's going to have, we don't know what's going to happen. The next topic we have is the first Disney earnings call since Bob Iger's return as CEO is scheduled for February. So, um, that legitimately is the next step. We, that could either right. make the stock shoot up or drop back down again. Yeah. Or stay just par for the course, uh, you know, on it. If people love what's going to happen or going to come out of it, hey, all right. And and I almost bet you money right now, after that earnings car, it's going to go up. It's yeah. going to go up. Just like when Iger got hired, it's going to go up. But it's not going to go up um, – well, I mean, it may go up drastically, but then it's going to fall because it's one of those things. Oh, Iger came back. Everyone's happy. Uh, everyone bought stock because it was low. So it had that uh, initial bump on it. And then a day or two later, guess what? It came back down. Yeah. Um, same thing with these stock calls. And even when Disney had high stock prices after the stock calls, most of the time it went up too. probably not as drastic as it would this time because um, it's already was already at a high price on that. But I mean, <laughs> it's like anything. Um, and then you have just the gen the generality of the stock market um, in general. And I know a couple of my buddies like, oh, you know, Tesla's tanking right now. It's like, well, I guess you could say that. But then again, is it really, you know, tanking or um yeah. Is it correcting itself? Or, 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 or is it correcting itself? Or is it time to jump on it and buy it? Because, I mean, it is Tesla, and we've seen all the stuff that they've done. And um, is it necessarily Tesla, or is it Elon Musk? Because at that point, with everything going on with Twitter and how that's running, you know, that's an Elon Musk thing. Well, when people think of Elon Musk, they think of Tesla. So it's going to hit that, whether it is something to do with Tesla um, or not, or SpaceX, or anything that he has his hands in. So, I mean, I don't know. I bet you it it, it will go up after their call, um, but it'll be interesting to see what comes about from the call. And we've already seen stuff that's come out already, like kind of, in my opinion, at least for Disneyland or the Disneyland Resort, some bigger stuff like, oh, man, they announced that, like just – not uh, out of the blue, but not tying it to anything. anything. No, you know, not out of a you know something that they handed at D twenty three. Hey, we'll come about it later, or tied to some specific, um, you know, art thing or or whatever it is. I, I just used art in general, or, or or something that's significant to the announcement. Um, that's significant to the announcement is tied to something that's significant to that date that they announced right. it um, on that. Uh, and, you know, it was just like, Oh, Hey, here it is. And then I know Josh tomorrow did a, 
uh, an interview with some, I forgot what it was, and some stuff came came out of that as as well. It's like, Which he had to do the interview after they, that expose said that he was getting ready to leave the company. I think they the higher-ups were like, you need to come out here and say something yeah. positive about the company. We'll give you a little something to... To, to leak out there. I think that's right. the big problem now is, is um, uh, the biggest one I've seen is, is a lot of people forget in the new social media era, a lot of people can complain, can say certain things and they could be like, Hey, look, um, this is what needs to happen for Disney to rebound. And they listen to a lot of our stuff. So the big one for me has been, uh, Bibbity Bobbity Beard is a guy who's a Disney World um, uh, TikToker. And he came to Disneyland and he used the magic band. He walks through the scan and he goes, How is it that Disneyland has had magic band only for a couple of months and it's 10 times more flawless than <laughs> Disney World, who has had it for multiple years? And it's true. And it, it's one of those things where the Disney company, I, even though they have things figured out, they don't. So. Um, you know, this stock price rising thing, and like we said, the earnings call, it is going to go up, but prepare for it to drop again. It has nothing to do, like Tim said, people see it, a bunch of people buy, and maybe somebody's been holding on and said, hey, you know what, the next time Disney hits $110 a share, I'm selling it. And that's what ends up happening. Um, I learned that through crypto, because they talk about different ways guys get rid of, you know, crypto, same way it works for stock, it's the same thing, so. Right. Um. We do, this one is interesting. So James Cameron, for those that don't know, um, Avatar 2, uh, they basically, uh, The Way of Water, uh, it's kind of funny, there, some people are making fun of it, because it, the next one's going to focus on the evil Fire Navi, um, and it's almost like it's Avatar The Last Airbender, because they have the water, the fire, the earth, and the wind. Right. Oh um, but... He basically has everything filmed for, I think, the third and the fourth one regarding um, acting-wise because they basically had everything happen, and he made a good point that kids get older and you want to make sure everything stays the same age, they voice is the same, all that kind of stuff. So Yeah, the, the age progression stays the same, and it's yes. not 20 years later, and they got to kind of digitally map their face because they look really old or their or their voices because i mean it takes three to four years to do the just the graphics alone and i know that james cameron was waiting for the technology to kind of catch up um but they do have release dates for the next two i think um but we're gonna see it it, i don't know how we mean this one's been they were supposed to release this second one when uh, Star Wars came out. Uh, the Last Jedi, I think, is when this one was supposed to come out. I think, or it was no, it was The Force Awakens. It was supposed to come out when The Force Awakens. So you got that. Um, so we'll see. Uh, he hasn't released much more details, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, we also have a new John Favreau led The Mandalorian spinoff series is reportedly in development. They don't. They're not hinting at anything. They. It's almost like they want it to be kind of a surprise. Um, we do have Ahsoka. They were going to do the Cara Dune spinoff with the New Republic people. Um, that could still be in development, or we could get a separate Mandalorian one with uh, Bo Katan and everything, depending on how this next season of the Mandalorian comes out. 
Um, we did get a new Universal Orlando Resort guide map showing the updated smoking areas and the relocated UOAP Lounge. What's the UOAP Lounge? University, I mean, <laughs> Universal Orlando Annual Passholder Lounge. Okay. I just looked it up. They actually, they're, um, they're making some changes. They're catching up to the Disney parks because they haven't had smoking for almost two years now. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, Universal Orlando Resort announces plans for Sunrail Station near Epic Universe. This is this is kind of big, right? Well, I mean that that Sunrail is just getting kind of uh, striking while the iron is hot. They were going to have the one by um, Disney Springs, but you know that kind of it's not going to be as close as it initially was, or there wasn't you know, or there's not going to be a stop. I can't remember. There's something that there there (laughs) it's going to it's going to stop well short of the Disney parks. Yeah, and it was part of that Reedy Creek issue. That they were fighting over, and that's when it started the whole thing. Right, exactly. So, but the nice thing with that is, is I mean, when you go to Orlando, kind of like when you come to California, but everything's a little bit more, um, I don't want to say necessarily closer, but more in a general area, obviously less traffic. Um, or I guess I shouldn't say closer. It's closer that you would, it doesn't take as long to drive to each one because there isn't as much traffic right. um, in Orlando and everything's around the or the greater Orlando area, you know, <clears throat> Universal, Disney World. Um, what's this? Isn't there like a Six Flags or something There's over something there? Or, you know, yeah. SeaWorld, you know, yeah, all of those. So with the Sunrail Station going near um, Epic Universe is like you said, big, because that's just a way to connect it. Then all what you got to do is, because the Sunrail comes out of the airport, jump on the Sunrail, boom, get on the right right, uh, right train or whatever it is, route to Universal, and boom, you're there. Whether you're staying at a hotel there or a hotel close by and you're not taking an Uber ride or you know whatever kind of transit straight there, you just jump on the train and go. I mean, it's... It's fantastic, and it almost you would think they might uh, they might push this fast because of the fact that Disney is dropping out of it. You yeah, know what I mean, oh yeah. Well, and the other thing is is pushing it fast because I mean it, it's <clears throat> it's not California, so you have a state where there's not as much um, constringency in the rule or constringent rules, tightening of the rules or whatnot mm-hmm. as in Florida. And you could just tell that by go on rides at Disneyland and, and go on rides in Disney world. Um, <clears throat> and just the type of restraint systems and whatnot, uh, on that. So they want to get this going, get it going quick. The quicker you get people on it, the quicker you get fares and the quicker you get to recoup the initial costs, um, of that and then start making uh, profit on it and using it. And I mean, you know, California, we got the bullet train and I don't think there's a single track laid on it or the sun rail. I mean, they're already, you know, I think they're in the last little stages of getting easements or whatnot or building um, overpasses or, or bridges or something uh, along the wetlands and they got track laid and probably got it a quarter of the way if not half of the way done and just adding these stops along the way so i mean it's going to be up and going here very shortly it's going to be interesting to see how other parks respond because maybe disney will change it's a lot of time to change their mind i mean i don't know 
<clears throat> right. Or offer um, some type of well, wherever the closest stop is to the park will offer some type of their own transit to it, um, have their own little people mover or Skyway or, hey, those minivans are back in, in action. That might be, <laughs> might, be I mean, a, might be a way, a way there or their own. Um, I know the Magical Express buses or whatnot aren't, aren't in service anymore, but, but something like that that would get you from the airport to that stop and from that stop to um, Disney World Resort because they want to get you there. Yeah, they want to get you there. And the le- the less chance of you having to do a rental car because if you're not using a rental car, you're staying on property. You're, yep, and you're and, you're stuck. And you you have to get food and everything from them, so that makes yep. a lot of sense. Not easy to get out. Yeah, um, a lot of stuff happened at, at Hollywood Studios, uh, Universal Studios Hollywood. Uh, the scaffolding was removed, and they fixed. The uh, preview reservation um, that was delayed from the website we had talked about last time where everything crashed. Um, they did have their past member preview. And boy, is it interesting because this is the first time I've ever seen something where if you are a pass holder, you do have benefits. So pass holders there do get a wristband, which you can purchase, but pass holders get them. And they're basically almost like the magic bands that you see in in the universe in um, Walt Disney World, where when you scan them in certain areas, it makes certain things happen. Like you can bounty hunt with them. I don't even knew that you can bounty right. hunt with them. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, this one, you go up to the different areas. Like there's one where you um, you put it up, and it makes the attraction do stuff. So it makes certain animatronics come to life. So um, it looked pretty awesome. Um, it felt so cartoony, and that's what I was happy about because I was too worried that it was going to be, like, not as interactive and things weren't going to be as close. Um, but I do feel like what they're doing is, is they're having stuff close enough but also far enough away to keep the perspective in balance because I don't want to know how tall Mario really is because right. in our life, Mario's this little dude that's by these little, right, you yeah. know. Little Koopa Troopas and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um it was pretty cool seeing all the people go through it and having all that stuff fixed. So uh, glad that happened. And that's all we had actually for the regular pile because, like I said, smaller one. But we have great stuff for the Disney cast, uh, the Disney parks pile. First of which is a lot more cast members have joined the law. Ex cast members have joined the lawsuit against Disney's mask and COVID nineteen vaccine mandates. There are a ton of people that are coming out of the woodwork because of the Pfizer debacle that basically nothing that was said was true and that's what people made the business decision and because Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson all these companies are not legally able to be sued people are turning their attention on companies who did not have to do that so technically state of California you did not have to have one a vaccine mandate for your company to do anything there's no places um, aside from a company that I worked for, that because you did work with the elderly in care facilities, they're medical, you you did have to have a vaccine to work there um, or tested negative. You know, I got tested a lot when I worked there during COVID. Um, so that's that's understandable. You're going into a medical facility with people with weakened immune, immune systems. This right here, they didn't have to do it. Um, I know some people felt comf- comfortable, but now finding out the information, they're starting to join the lawsuit and... Uh, 
hilarity is going to ensue because they're not going to get anything out of Disney because Disney's got the best lawyers there are. But it will shed light on, you know, maybe possibly fighting because I think the ones that are suing now weren't ones that, like, if you were trying to come with, a, like, a compromise and be like, hey, look, all can we do this? They would have more of a case because you're trying to still work for the company. You truly enjoy it. But we're going to see what happens, especially because Disney will make it very public if they if they win. Um, if they lose, then we'll find out through the grapevine and we'll report on it uh, very quickly because, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and it could set precedence for other companies as well. Especially ones that are as big as Disney. Right. Because um, you got to think, aside from Disney, most other big companies like that are medical. You know what I mean? Most yeah. big corporations are medical corporations. Yeah, that well, I was just thinking just theme parks in general. You know, you know the Universals, the Knots, the you know, Cedar Fair, and, you know, any of those. Yeah. If they had some, um, you know, something similar um, to that, uh, who knows? I mean, Disney usually is the guide, so exactly, exactly. And and the thing is, is you know, if Disney gets it shut down or there's no case, then well, nobody, nothing else is going to happen. Yep. But if they say, oh, you can proceed forward um, with it, then it's like, oh, hey, we kind of got something here. We got past step one, but then you know, see how far it goes after that. Yeah. But like I said, you know, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Um, Walt Disney World. This one. Um, I think this is going to make people mad. So the Figment popcorn buckets, they had a big, huge line. Everyone was like, oh, we need to get them, we need to get them, we need to get them. Um, they brought them back, I think, two or three times. Yeah. Um, they haven't been back since, but now it is returning, but with a special Epcot 40 strap for 2023 International Festival of the Arts. Um, it's kind of crazy uh, that they're going to basically do this. It's going to be... People are going to be freaking out just as bad as they were before. Yep, it's, yeah, it's going to be the same thing for before. So get in line now. Um, oh no, wait, they're already sold out. So yeah, exactly. you know, there, there you go. Or it'll be curious. Maybe nothing will happen, or it won't be as big as it was before because now, if you bought the first Figment popcorn bucket, now there's another one. Yep. There's more of them out there. Yours isn't as unique, and yep. all what you're buying it for is for the strap, an Epcot 40 strap. Yep. So there you go. Um, resort details released for a complimentary Disney dining promo card offer at Disney World. Um, I know there's a lot of stuff popping up now for Disney offers. One of them I'll talk about at the end of the day at the Disney World pile because I think this is crazy. But um, well, this and, is big. And this one isn't like the Disney dining plan that you got. It's, no. a, it's a promo card. So right. it's, it's different. So don't think, oh, hey, Disney dining plan or whatnot. It's a... It's a promotional card offer at, right. at Disney World. And they're doing a lot of those, especially for the cruises. They're trying to get a lot of uh, promo stuff out there yeah. to get more people on there. Um, a new sign appears at the entrance to Tron Lifecycle Run. And uh, I did get video from Connor. He was there last night watching them test it. And he goes, it looks slow. So supposedly it goes 60 miles an hour. I can't guarantee it. But um, it does look pretty cool seeing it from like a friend's perspective, like not through social media, like actually through his phone, like, Oh my God, here it is. So, right. Well, I mean, and the other thing is, is I mean, not, I mean, nothing. It's Connor or whatnot, but you know how he says it's slow. 
But if that's on, I'm assuming it was the outside portion of it, and they got that light canopy up there. or That's where it was, and, yeah. And everything on that. I mean, I wouldn't want to go 60 miles an hour through that. I'd kind of want to see that, that canopy light effect or whatever effect that it that it has on it than just zoom by it because, I mean, we've seen that for how long now? You know, a year? It's been pretty much up for a year, year and a half. So it'll be interesting to see, like anything, like we already saw with the Disney, uh, I mean, not Disney, Universal Hollywood with the uh, Mario Kart, the VR, and all the ride-throughs and everything like that. Be curious to see the actual full ride-through of the, uh, the Tron light cycle and see if, because it could be one of those things looking at it, it looks slow, but when you're on it, it seems, you know, Hey, this is the part where it looks slow, but with on it, it doesn't it, seem like, it, it doesn't might, seem yeah. like it's going slow, you know, it which might be is, an optical illusion. Right. Or, exactly. And like I said, nothing that, you know, that Connor's wrong or anything on that, you know, respect his opinion on it. And that's, it's good to know on that as well, because, you know, say you're sitting there, it's like, Oh, wait, it's going, it's going super slow. I thought this thing is supposed to be, you know, really fast. It's just like um, Guardians of the Galaxy on on that attraction and actually seeing it, um, the ride-through of it. So be really curious to see how. And I don't have that in here. Actually, they announced when that is opening up because they had a whole bunch of drops come out um on it on the disney website it you know all, all uh, tron and giving hints like the day before and everyone's like oh trying to decipher codes oh is it this date is it this date because they had like a high score thing and everyone got you know like the end of the high score would have 2023 at the end of it they're like oh hey 2023 so then you go back oh this one's has april this one has like march in it or or whatnot so everyone's going back and deciphering and i believe it's they've announced the date and it's April third of twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's <clears throat> is is when it comes out, um, or when it's projected to to open. Yeah. So, you know that means what we're middle of January, so February, March, so a couple more months here and start seeing cast member previews and then getting media and then it is kind boom. of weird how they've been dropping stuff like um. So I'm going to Disneyland into this month and we've been we've had it planned for a month and a half and all of a sudden, Oh yeah. hundredth anniversary starts that day. And I'm like, that's weird. And I don't, well, I don't have to worry about it. If we have our tickets booked, we have our hotel. Our hotel was broke cheap. Now the prices are going to go it's... sky high, which here's the thing though. I'm okay with certain things. Like when they do the, the Tron grand the opening, it's not going to make the rest of the park busy. Just that's going to be just busy. that area. Same yep. thing with when we go, the annual pass holders go there. They're going to want the hundredth anniversary button oh, yep and they're gonna want to watch the 100th anniversary fantastic uh the world of color oh yeah world of color which i can one, yeah. walk by and see it from the distance i'm not fine with that so right exactly or if you go back later or go back probably like in six, a week a week a, a week after that yeah. and probably wouldn't be you know as as it is yeah but like you said the nice thing with you going i mean just happened to be you know coincidence on that which is awesome i mean that's fantastic but you we've seen this past week a lot of disney 100 stuff drop yep merch yep you know just anything and everything which I we're going to talk about it in a minute yeah. It, yeah here here already but it seems like now that they've 
Well, obviously they are because with it being at the end of the month, it's like, oh, and here's the date, and oh, here's merch, merch, get, merch, merch. Get these things and wear them. You know, um, before yeah. that, Walt Disney World previews a new Dumbo annual pass holder magnet, which it's kind of a good sign because they're bringing back the magnet, so they're probably going to start releasing more annual pass holder stuff, um, and probably hopefully more passes. Right. Um, they did announce a new Florida resident Disney weekday magic ticket through April, which is something similar that they've had in California for a long time. They do that probably, what, two or three times a year? Yeah. Usually they do one, uh, right? It's basically, they'll do it the, like, February through March or April, right before spring break. Right before, yeah. They'll do one at the end of summer. So, like, when yep. people are wrapping up the summer, they'll do one, like, uh, usually it's, like, August through October, and they'll usually do one randomly in like Christmas time, uh, or like like November ish. They'll do one like right after Thanksgiving kind of thing. But we expect I expected that to, but I didn't know about Disney World. Um, and on to the hundred year thing. So it does have it is happening at Disneyland, but they do have different products such as um, the Disney one hundred year hat arrives at Walt Disney World for twenty nine ninety nine, and then the hundred years of wonder Crocs at Walt Disney World. For sixty four ninety nine, I'm gonna have Connor buy me those. I think. There you go. Well, who knows? By the time you go down there, I mean, <clears throat> in a couple of weeks they may be might at. <laughs> might, it might be yeah. up there, and, and you you could get them, and um, we'll need pictures of you walking around in hey, them. I'll do that. Um, this next one, Tim Tim shared this, and I had to do a double take because I was like, because it came through really weird. Yeah. Um, so, guests behaving badly as always. Uh, social media vo- video shows woman flashing her um, her lady bit chest her chest aboard the Disney Skyliner, and it was blatant. It was on yep. purpose. Yep. Um, I believe she did get arrested. I don't. I don't know on that, but it's this is some. It's it was basically a TikTok video. She's known for kind of doing stuff like this, not necessarily uh, bearing her chest, but doing um, things to draw attention to, to draw attention and get views, which it did. Um, and I'm like, home oh, wait. So, so what does she do? How does she do this? What's going on? So, um, naturally, <clears throat> looked at the video. And I thought it was going to be something, oh, hey, they had to pixelate it because, or else, you know, it would be, a, you know, nude. Uh, no, it's not. Basically, she's standing up, uh, facing out the side of the Skyliner and flashes, but you don't, like, she's not flashing anything or anyone. And then all of a sudden, you see another Skyliner kind of come by, and at that point, she's putting her top down. Um, so it's not like she was, oh, hey, there's a Skyliner coming by. Let me flash him right. um, on that. And even if she did, you wouldn't be able to see it because it's those one way. Um, and they have the wrap on the outside and the way that the wrap is and the tent is. It's one way where you could see out and nobody could see in. Right. So you could even see it. And even on like the reflection of it, you can't see anything through the reflection of her um, bare chest on it, but I kind of looked, uh, you know, I saw that I'm like, okay, well, you know, all right. But then I started looking around, you know, I'm like, okay, who the heck is this chick? And yeah, that's pretty much some sort of this, TikTok person. This, and that's this, who, this shows that's, everything, you know, about that, her. And that's the problem. That's what problems they lead from because that's everyone wants to do a TikTok challenge. So kids don't do it. Don't do it. No. And the thing is, is she posts this on social media. Yeah. So it's like, 
you got guilt right there. So if anybody wanted to do it, if Disney want to do anything, it's like, boom, here it is. You broke the rules. You're out of here. It's like, well, no, I didn't do it. Well, here's your video, right? Your video yeah. proof of it. So not too smart on her. But then again, it got the clicks and we're talking about it. So there you go. Which also speaking of TikTok, um, I don't know if you've seen this yet. I just saw this earlier today. Did you see the videos of all the Star Cruiser hotel employees who are like actually interactive actors who are quitting? No. They're what's... they're talking about how they're no longer working for the Star Cruiser. And what's crazy is is they're reading it like they're reading from a script like a hostage. So <laughs> the, I, they can't say very much about what's going on. But it almost sounds like they're they're letting people go and they're not doing as much interactive stuff. The the hotel is failing miserably. Yeah, it's not. It's well, bad. how many times have we put on here discounted rates yeah. or giving this out or highly discounted rates to get people the, there? The, the crazy part is, is the Disneyland Hotel, when I stayed there with my family, my dad was like, we need to stay there because it's, it's, it's a great deal. They literally, when we stayed there, they were under construction and still didn't have deals. Under construction. We're, they, right. they had half the rooms not done yet. Yep. They were adding, actually, it's pretty cool. Like, I almost started crying. When you flick the light switch, the bed headboard oh, the lit headboard. up. And it, you could hear it play the start of When You Wish Upon a Star. Right. When you turn that's, the light on, um, on the bedboard. Cool. And it was like, oh, my God, this is like an experience. Like, this is worth every penny. Exactly. Because they're making the magic happen in the headboard. Yep, and it's that little detail. It's in the headboard. It's in it the headboard. Could be, it just could, they could just have a, a, a thing of a castle up there. It's yep. like, oh, hey, that's cool. But then you flick a switch, and like you said, like, what is it? Like, kind of showed the fireworks. Or it shows the fireworks lighting and up. Tinkerbell. So it's basically oh, it it's, did have, it's, it's uh, like the images from when we would watch the Sunday night movie or whatever oh, it was. Yeah. And she'd want she'd fly out and she'd go the, bink, yep. and she's up in the corner. She's not big, she's small. Right. But, but still they, but they were doing that when we were there. Mind you, it was the sixtieth anniversary, but they offered no discounts. And right exactly. They had less rooms yep. and no discounts and they were probably still booked. booked solid. Mm solid so it's like well why why do it and then they probably offered the discounts when they opened all the rooms because they probably raised the prices up and they wanted people to go down there and see them and then it's like oh hey you gotta you you think this was a discount but actually it's you know nope. i mean it, it is a discount technically because now we're jacking it up because hey guess what we just got all these new remodeled rooms and the star cruiser is just it just it's, it's been flopping horribly bad. and it had so much potential so much potential. But I think the downfall of it is, you know, they didn't offer you the real lightsaber. You couldn't use that. Nope. Um, and you only get like four hours in the park. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you get very little time in the park. And it's supposed to be just in Batu. Batu. That's it. <clears throat> and that's Technically, it. Technically, you can wander off a little bit. It's only Hollywood Studios. That's what it is. Only Hollywood Studios. Right. Right. Um, and then, you know. I, I think the ultimate downfall is when Ray switched from that, you know, authentic the the light up lightsaber uh, to her fighting lightsaber. Right. That, that was horrible. And now it it's, was a bad transition. <clears throat> they could have done stuff better with that. And then I also think another downfall of it is I saw the writing on the wall when they were inviting the influencers back for a second round trip. Yep, that was really bad because they actually didn't even. So for those that don't know, a lot of times when these influencers will go to these places like Disney. They will be offered um, 
items. So they'll give you, hey, look, right. here's this poncho that says Galactic Star Cruiser. And normally within the contract that you sign with them, because they're giving it to you, you cannot sell it. Correct. They were everyone selling everything you, they got from it. You you could give it away. You give it away. You you can't get money for it. You cannot get money for it. And yep. they're letting them sell everything because no one's buying anything from them. Right, exactly. And one of the influencers that I um well, he did he did a review for it and he said it was awesome. I loved it. It was fantastic. Mind you, I got it at a highly discounted rate. He didn't say if it was free or whatever it was. Or if, um, no, I think the company paid for it who he works for. Okay. Um, and he said it was awesome. I loved it. It was fantastic. That's my review of it. Now, if would I personally go and spend the pricing that they um, charge for it? I would not. Nope. Because I'm not getting what I spent out of it, I, I'm not, I'm not getting that in return, nope. but since it was pretty much comped to me by the company and I did it and I did a review, which means he basically went to everything that he could. Oh yeah. No, it was awesome. It was great. I didn't have to pay for it. Of course it was. Even if it stunk, I didn't have to pay for it. It's like, but he said, you know, then he said, would I take my family here knowing, even though I said it was fantastic and great, if it came out of my pocket, I wouldn't do it. He's like, and that stinks because it is fantastic. It is awesome. It's the best experience I've been to. Just charge too much so for expensive. it. Exactly. Yeah. And and what you, and and what you get out of it. Like you said, he can't be like, oh, you know what? Today I don't want to do half of this stuff. I'm going to go to the park. I mean, yes, you can, but you're actually technically paying for that stuff because it's included in it. Yep. So and if you want to go to the park, oh, you got to buy a ticket for it because. What the experience, like you said, only has that little yep. bit in Batu, only in Hollywood Studios. So mm-hmm. it's it, it, it's sad because, especially the Star Wars fans, and it's like this is going to be awesome, and it could be groundbreaking for a lot more things to come. But it epically failed. So, and that was the first thing out of the gate. Doesn't look good. No. Um, now onto the Disneyland Resort pile. Um. So, World of Color is getting one virtual queue. So, I believe what they're doing now with World of Color, because there's no more fast pass system, um, they're trying to cre- create something similar to um, the stuff they had for Rise of the Resistance, just because they, I don't think, and people, people are going to think, oh, look, I'm not going to book this. You know what I mean? I'm not going to book this and waste a genie, whatever. I'm not going to waste that. So, um if you want to see World of Color, do it. We're not going to go too much into it just because it. I like World of Color. It's nice, but. Well, and the thing is, is everything's going virtual queue now. Rise of the Resistance came out, virtual queue. Um, Web Slingers came out, virtual queue. Not for long. <clears throat> not, not exactly, not for long, for like a week. Um, and then, you know, and, and now with this World, World of Color 1. And I'm sure, you know, anything else that would come out like it, like, like you said before, you had to go there, go in the morning, go get your fast pass. Okay. Hey, I got this time in, in this, um, section. in this section. Yeah. Now it's like, Oh, do it, do it virtual. So you could do it from anywhere. So I, th- it's just, and for it, those it's, that it's don't, easier to do those that don't know, if you like are hell bent on seeing the 100th anniversary of world of color, you can go 
and um, do a dining reservation that's a little bit more expensive. It was well worth it because we got uh, filet mignon and lobster tail. It was wonderful. It and was that, only that was at um, which restaurant did you go to and do that? It was Ariel's Grotto back there. Ariel's, yeah, I'll say was it that one. Now it's the Lamplight Lounge. It's going to be close to the same thing. But basically, what you do is you go there and um, you get the dining, the world of color dining package. You get front row, and what's crazy is. If you don't mind getting wet, no one likes to sit, sit in the splash zone. So you get front front row the whole entire time because even if you get there a little bit late, it's no big deal. So go ahead and do that. Um, uh, if you want to see World of Color, don't waste your time on the, the queue if, you, if you're that desperate. Um, magic Happens Plaza in Dining Package returning to Disneyland, which is pretty big because um, for those who don't know, you basically go to the Plaza Inn. And they have like that section, I think it is, and you can yeah. watch everything from there. So, um, Disneyland Resort reveals full art for Disney 100 Magic Key exclusive popcorn bucket. Um, this is the normal thing they go through. It's probably not going to look as awesome, but it's kind of cool seeing it. Uh, well, and 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 I'll be curious to see on that one because it's Disney 100, so obviously it's not there for a long time. They didn't say limited edition or anything at that. You know, besides it being Magic Key exclusive how how those go is it going to be the new figment popcorn bucket um i don't how, think so how? i think it's going to end up like the poison apple which i have in my garage that everyone was fighting over right and we were walking through and everyone was running and they passed up the starbucks on main street and i looked to the right and it's like a, a cart full like yeah. hundreds of them right yep no, exactly. Yeah, i'll be like i said just kind of curious to see how that takes or it's going to be like the first you know, a couple days. Oh my gosh, everyone's got to get it because they got to turn it and flip it really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, it become you know, then everyone has it, yep. and it's not going to be you know, supply and demand on I, it. I still think my favorite item I've ever gotten from the parks is my uh, Gaston wooden mug. Oh, it's the fake wooden like the, mug. The Stein. It's like the Stein. Yep. Yeah, I love it. Um, uh, next, we got. The new Disney 100 cast member name tags are debuting later this month, which I am excited to see those because the limited edition name tags they allow the cast members to wear usually coincides with one that you could buy somewhere that has your name on it that's not official. Right. But it's like a souvenir one that I like those ones. So I'm excited to see what they look like. Yeah. No, and they look, well, I mean, they look good. Yeah. Um, and then next, the colorful stripes are have been added to Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel as Pixar Place transformation continues. It's getting there. It's, it's getting, getting there. there. Shoot, now that, it's funny. That is probably going to be, once they're done with it and the transformation, A, it'll be, it won't be the newest hotel there, but it will be the newest remodeled one there. Hotel, not DVC, because Disneyland's getting their DVC. Disneyland Hotel's getting their DVC tower. But what pricing's going to be is Spe- is now the Disneyland Hotel going to be the cheapest hotel there? Well, especially <clears throat> since they're going to have their entrance open up over there, too. Exactly. They used to have, didn't they used to either have the monorail go through there, or it was an entrance over there, wasn't there? Um, when, when California Adventure first opened, I want to say Paradise Pier had an entrance over there i think yeah i either they had an entrance yeah because then at one point it closed but then you could use 
the Grand California one, right. and he had to show your room key. So it's like, ooh, hey, Paradise Pier gets to enter through, you know, the cheap, ho- quote-unquote, cheap hotel gets to enter through Grand California. Right. But I think when it first opened up, because I think that was the thing, is like, hey, there used to be one somewhere over there in that general yeah. area before, yeah. and now they're opening it up again. And obviously with it now being um, – Pixar place, so I'll be curious to see. It's gonna make Disneyland Hotel once. Hotel. No, exa- but I mean the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, if that's the cheap hotel, and, and like I said, I mean it's not cheap. <laughs> it, 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 it's not cheap, um, but the Disneyland Hotel has that nostalgic factor to it. Like you said, yeah. it's got the headboard and everything on it. It's got the different, you know. They actually, um, if, you, if you ever do go there, you can actually go into the hotel lobby. There's a beautiful wall right by the elevators that does show all the famous people who have been there. Like, I think it, I think it has Jimmy Carter running through the park. Oh, probably. Uh, like they have obviously Richard Nixon, yeah. They have presidents running down, like, Main Street, like, going for a jog in the morning before the park opens. When oh, they yeah, it. yep. There's a lot of cool pictures like that there. And yep, exactly. And, you know, like I said, they got the different towers, Fantasyland, Adventureland, whatnot, like that. And so the pool's I mean, pretty awesome, you, too. Yeah, the, the pool. So you still have, like, the nostalgic factor there, but with it being, you know, updated – but now you got the transformation of Pixar. I mean, uh, Paradise Pier to Pixar Place Hotel. Just curious to see what pricing is going pricing, to be on that. And I want to see whether and, if they're doing anything gimmicky, like having like a Pixar breakfast or something. You know what I mean? Like having a character thing involved there. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Because before it was um, the only reason everyone went over there was Goofy's Kitchen because it had a good. Um, character dining i yes. think it was breakfast or something like that and i believe the breakfast experience it, it actually they guarantee so many characters correct too, yeah which, um we accidentally found that out they have a similar type of goofy's kitchen at um world walt disney world at least when we went for our honeymoon in 2011 they mm-hmm. have the breakfast one where goofy walks through and he's wearing like like beach gear oh like, yeah and they guarantee like you're gonna see like six characters see yeah yeah, you could yeah get your pictures taken. Because like for those that don't have amount. kids, that's the thing they're gonna say is if they don't get to see a certain character, they're gonna be devastated. And uh, yeah, um, my son would be one of those probably. <laughs> right. Well, and the other thing is, is you know, well, a you get to see six characters. Hey, that's awesome. I don't care what six it is. It's six characters. Um, but then if they tell you, hey, you know, you get this, this, and this character, it's like, oh, perfect. My son likes that one awesome, let's do it. Or, hey, it's not going to be this day or it's going to be the other day, whatever it is. Like, hey, that's that's pretty awesome where you can plan it out and it's not just, uh, you know, hopefully you get lucky. Yeah. Um, well, well, we'll know soon enough because once – I think it's, what, it's a two-year renovation, something like that? Ye- I think it's going to 2024. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think so on it because I think, like, that one and then the DVC tower opens, I think they're fairly – Close, close together and close I, I have together. a feeling they're probably what they're going to do is they're probably about two months ahead of time they're probably going to do their thing where they're like hey um we're gonna we're gonna give people chance to do reservations now so which make sure you do it 60 days in advance because my buddy and i who are going he wants to go go to Ogus cantina and he wants to eat in that area and you cannot get reservations for Ogus cantina now so uh, yeah, but before we go, I want to ask Tim, are you missing something right here, Tim? Look at me. What, what's supposed to be here? <laughs> That's why it's all... <laughs> oh, man. We've been recording. I've been wanting to poke Tim in the eye, and he can't find his his lens for his glasses. Oh, jeez. Well, 
I want to thank everyone who listens. It is greatly appreciated. Um, so thank you guys for always for coming through. So uh, for the Fobocast, I'm Chris. And I'm One Eye Tim. And we'll see you guys next time. Yeah.